0: It's the Danny and Kate show. So, you know, I was just thinking about things that people do for funsies. And one of the things people do for funsies is detect somebody while they're in the same room with them. Typically, when I do this, it's because it's a secret. It's something I don't want the children to know. Or I'm upstairs and you're downstairs. And we're lazy. You, yeah, it saves <laughs> me a trip of going down the stairs because then you got to go all the way back up the stairs. Um, so, uh, here's some results of a new survey of our cell phone addiction is what they're calling it. 64% of people say they've texted someone in the same room as them. Totally understandable. 66% check their phone at least 160 times a day. 160 times a day
1: You can look up on your Because you have an apple So you can actually look up how many times you pick it up
0: Yep, I just checked mine and mine said four times a day
1: I don't think that's so true I'm not
0: on that addiction list I
1: don't think that's true
0: 45% would rather give up making whoopie for a year Than their phone for a year What type of whoopie are you having To no, where that's
1: Not very good one
0: uh, No longer an option It's a sad life if more than half or almost half of you would rather give that up. I mean, what's the point of living?
1: What's the point? It's not that important to some people.
0: Yeah, well, those are different types of people. Finally, three quarters (laughs) of people admitted that they're addicted to their uh, phones, including 19% of the people who say they're very, very addicted to their phone. I don't know. I think my addiction with my phone is is uh, my love affair, my ten year love affair. When did the iPhone come out in two thousand and twelve or two thousand
1: and two? No, before then, two thousand and ten. Yeah, maybe before then. No, I think it was before then. Eight, nine. So
0: I, I got it when it first came out. I stood in line. I was in Kauai, oh beautiful Kauai, and I was one of the first people to get one in the store. And uh, the guy that worked there said, I haven't checked one out yet, but my friend had it early and he got it like a week ago. And he calls it the crack phone because he said he can't stop playing with it. Mm. And I was like, ooh, that'll be fun. And sure enough, here we are, 12, 14, whatever it may be, years later. And I think we all realize exactly what that means. It is a crack phone. have a hard time putting it down. But I'm to a point in my life where if someone was to come and say, we're going to take your phone and you don't have to worry about it ever again. I think I'd be okay with that.
1: Well, because we have computers too. It's just a computer in your hand.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would be okay with not having to check in with anyone ever again.
1: Well, I and I I use it more for the convenience factor cuz you know like you have even like your bank app is on there, like all your shopping yeah. stuff, your uh, your messaging people, your work email, like everything is just connected. It's like just carrying a mini laptop around in your pocket
0: do you remember the freedom i you might not remember but i remember there was a freedom of not being able for someone to get a hold of you there was a freedom of just not knowing where you know you'd be you'd leave on friday to go to your best friend's house and you'd be playing video games and the only way your parents could get a hold of you is if they called the
1: house line
0: and sometimes they'd call and you wouldn't answer and they just couldn't get a hold of you.
1: Oh, if I didn't answer, my mom would have drove over, so you always answered the phone.
0: Nah, my parents weren't like that.
1: Mine were. Well,
0: they're a little different. I
1: had a phone at 13. So and if I didn't answer my phone, I was in big trouble.
0: Yeah, my cell phones for me did not come into play till I was in college. So I remember my whole high school time period. We had pagers, and pagers were crazy. Like, oh dude, I sent Dave a, a page. And that means within the next forty five minutes I'm gonna get a call.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't get the point of that. Like I could see like I get why doctors and stuff had it, but yeah. like the general public that didn't make sense. Well, because a before cell sense.
0: phones, there was no way to let Dave know I needed to talk to him until I saw him the next day.
1: You or drove to
0: his physically drove to his house.
1: Or called his house phone and nah, left a message.
0: You, it, because here's the thing, is like say you're not at home. Sometimes you're outside sometimes you're at the grocery store sometimes you're driving to do something else and you aren't going to be home for six seven hours
1: but don't didn't you have to physically use a phone to call the pager isn't that how you page someone yes
0: but the, when you page them so he'd have his pager on him it would buzz and he'd be at Vaughns and he'd go to the pay phone he'd put in a quarter or 50 cents or 75 and he'd be like hey what's
1: up dude Hey, what's up, Dave? It couldn't have been that important to where you had to not only pay money to have said pager, but also pay money on a payphone to make call or wait till you get home where you could have gotten it on your regular phone answering machine to return that call. Of course
0: it was that important. It was not that important. It was super important. That's dumb. It was very important. You
1: guys should have waited 10 years. Hey, and, I want to think about folks. coming
0: over. Can I come over and stay the night at your house tonight? Okay. Yeah, we'll be home in like four hours. You, Perfect.
1: Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. If you're talking about when you're in high school, you literally saw him at school in between classes.
0: Yeah, but I had to go home and ask my mom if it was cool to go stay the night at a friend's house. But
1: exactly. Then you were at home yeah. where the home phone was. Yeah. And Dave had to go home too okay, after Okay, I'm going to run school. through the scenario.
0: Run through the scenario. Ask my mom. Okay. She said yes. Call Dave's house. No answer. Dave's already left his house to go run errands with his parents. That's where Pager came in.
1: That's so silly.
0: No, it's not silly. There, you do understand. There was no technology. That was the technology. We'll be back in just a couple. It's
1: Danny and Kate.
0: Danny and Kate on your morning drive. So let's talk about drinking beer. Apparently, according to a new survey from uh,
2: alcoholics.
0: (laughs) No, dude, no wonder this came out. It's from the Irish Sun. It's an Irish newspaper. Mm. So they love drinking. I'm I'm Irish. I'm just going to say what it is. You're not Irish. This was an alcoholic excuse to drink more. But whatever. According to this paper out of Ireland, we all know we trust the media, Uh, they said that if you drink beer, uh, drink a beer a day, it's only eight ounces, but if you drink a beer a day, you can double a man's chances of living until he's 90. According to a new study, it increases a woman's chances by one third to live to 90. It also increases your chances of being a raging alcoholic by hundred (laughs) percent
2: because
0: there's no need to get one beer a day. Hey, it's Sunday. Oh, I got to get my beer in. Just gotta get it in, whatever. But the study found the best results came from drinking about eight ounces of beer a day. Uh, But even if you put down a little bit more, like two or three full beers, you're still gonna make that 90 more than people who don't drink. They say, they think that the alcohol in moderation is good for your heart. They also think that what it is is is, uh, stress-related.
1: But there's literally studies that say the opposite, that like any amount him. of alcohol increases yeah. your chance of death by like a lot.
0: Well, ask anyone who's got cancer and cancer research. That's why it even says it on there. This will increase your chance for cancer.
1: Yeah, it's on the warning label. It's on the warning
0: label. So I don't know. I guess it depends on you can live to 90 with cancer or live to <laughs> 75 without it, I guess. It really depends on the road you go on. I just want to get to the point where the news is we've finally admitted we don't know.
1: Yeah right? (laughs) It's okay to say you don't know something, people. Yeah,
0: you don't have to know everything. Just like eating spaghetti. This is it. There's a new way to eat spaghetti. They said, uh, twirling your pasta around a fork, if that's too much work. There's a video that's gone viral on Twitter of a man eating spaghetti. He calls it a spaghetti eating hack. Because he's, you know, he's... I hate hacks. There you go. It's a life hack. Uh... I'm just going to tell you. Hack equals tip, by the way. Uh, He picks up the pasta with his fork Then he uses scissors
1: on his left hand to cut the strands that are hanging down below. Really? You can't just cut it with a knife and fork first? Yeah. That's literally what you're doing, except the long way about it.
0: Weird, right?
1: That's what I do for our kids. Our kids who don't know how to twirl it, I literally cut up their pasta. That's all you're doing.
0: Well, I, I guess it's not a new thing. There's a guy named Buster Keaton who did the same thing in a movie called The Cook 102 years ago. So, they said uh, So someone just discovered how to do it. Here we are today. I mean, it's not an old... I mean, people have been using scissors for, you know, cooking and silverware and whatever for years. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's not a new technique. but
1: It just seems silly.
0: I mean, whatever. Spaghetti is rough to eat.
1: It is not. It's not that difficult.
0: You got to twirl it around in a spoon and then you got to shove it in your mouth and you got to chew. I have chew.
1: never, ever seen you use a spoon uh, to twirl... And then you got to
0: swallow the spaghetti. Oh, so much work. If only I had scissors to do all that for me. Just put it in my mouth as a mush. Ew. (laughs) I don't know. So either way, the internet's arguing over it. Some people are saying it's genius. Other people are saying it's ridiculous. It's a bit silly. It's a little bit back and forth. All right, we're going to take a little break. When we return, we're going to dive into it. The hard-hitting subject. Are you ready for this? Mm Mm-hmm. Hillary Duff. Is she a racist or is she a protective mother? We'll play the audio. We'll take some calls. We'll get into it. It's all coming up. It's
1: Danny and Kate.
0: Danny and Kate morning show. So uh, let's get into it. Very uh, controversial topic right now online. Is this racist or is this righteous? Or is it just being a concerned parent? Hilary Duff started to go off on a guy taking pictures of her son's football game. Hilary Duff went off on a man who's taking pictures of her son's uh, football game. He's seven years old, even though he didn't know any of the kids there. Uh, She recorded him and said, I'm going to put you on my Instagram. But since he's a black man, some people think she's being racist and not just concerned as a parent. So we're going to play you some of the audio and then you can be the judge of whether or not you think this is a concerned parent or if this is racist. Hmm. Here's how this kicks off. It's Hillary Duff approaching the man at the, uh, I guess, the football field.
2: Hey,
1: who, who are you here with? Who are you here with?
2: I'm here with me.
1: With you? Yes. Do you know any of the people on the team? No. Oh, can you stop taking pictures of the kids, please? It's legal it's it's making it's, me feel really uncomfortable well you
2: shouldn't feel uncomfortable you want me to show you id i'm
1: not asking for your ID. i'm asking you to stop taking pictures of our seven-year-old children if you don't know anyone that's here
2: but it's legal
1: i'm asking you human to human as a mother if you don't know anyone here can you please stop taking pictures of our children playing football this morning well, i'm
2: just telling you it's not illegal
1: that's okay that well, you're saying i'm it's-
2: i'm taking pictures i'm practicing photography I'm Can
1: you practice to, it I'm, on another... On I'm another, not here to
2: scare you or anything like that. But you, you are... Your, your, your paranoia is unwarranted. That's what I'm telling you.
1: No, it's just and an it, uncomfortability it, factor that these are seven-year-old children and you don't have a child here.
2: What's that got to do with anything?
1: Well, there are children and we would like to protect them. So if you could take pictures well, and practice you, your photography somewhere taking else... you
2: pictures of them, it's not it, okay what about other then people? i
1: will just post this to my 15 million followers on instagram and let people know how creepy it is that this is what you're choosing to do on your saturday morning and make all hold. of our creepy to hold. all of these parents with these you know, kids you're making
2: it creepy because you're the one
0: and that was it and then she turned it off <clears throat> he said you're making it creepy now there's been a lot of opinions online about this. Uh, was she in the right? Was this racist? Was this a bad idea? Was this a good idea? And I'm just going to tell you right now, as a father of five children, I agree 100% with Hillary Duff. If you do not have children at this event, if you do not have a reason to be there, and you're taking photographs of seven-year-old children, that is weird. Yeah. That is odd. And I understand if his defense is I'm practicing... Well, there's a lot of things you can practice on, sir. Yeah, they're in L.A. You can practice anything on that does not involve my children out at the park.
1: Well, and I would be, I mean, Hillary Duff is obviously a celebrity. So my thought process is, and I'm going to look into this later, but she probably is in a private league. You know, most leagues are private. And a lot of places have their own practice fields. And that doesn't necessarily give you... And that may not be a park, you know what I mean? So he may not even have the right to be there because even when kids are on teams, they you have to have signed waivers, yeah. to have your photos released because they're minor children. And they probably because she's a celebrity, there's probably other celebrity parents in there too, and they really don't want they their don't children. Want
0: her children recorded. Yeah. And then even if being take the celebrityness out of it, even if it was everyday mom and dad. I don't want you taking photos of my seven-year-old. When I didn't give you permission When I didn't give you permission. And I don't care what your reason is. I don't care what ethnic background you are. I don't care if you're a man, woman, if you're tall, if you're short. I don't want you to take photographs. Of my child. Of my child. And as, as a parent, I have that right to stand up for my child because I think it is creepy. It is weird. And say the sentence out loud to yourself. I'm going to take photographs of seven-year-old children today that aren't mine. (laughs) It's a little weird. It's a little weird. And if you try to hide it behind I'm trying to practice, again, there's a lot of things on this planet you could practice with. You could go practice on on flowers, on deer, on anything else. Why does it have to be seven-year-old children? That are not yours. That are not your kids, that you have no association with. That's weird to me. That's, I mean, I agree and you listen to the, the video, she doesn't come across like, you know, all these other videos like, you know, just racist and mad because he's there and he's black. She comes across like a mom who's like, dude, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Well, it's not legal, it's not illegal. That should not be your response. <laughs> you know what I mean? Your response should be like, no, this is legal for me to do this. Well, there's a lot of things that are legal. That doesn't make it right. So, I don't know. That's my personal opinion. We're going to post the video up on Danny and Kate in the morning. And you let us know. Do you think this is a racist response? Are we out of pocket here? But I I don't think so. I think this is 100% justifiable. If you're taking photos of my seven-year-old daughter, I'm irate.
1: Right? I'm irate. Well, and for her, I think the celebrity factor does also play in. She's a celebrity parent. There's could be other celebrity parents and kids on the team. Yeah, And they're trying to protect their privacy even more because they are in the public eye.
0: We'll go to our Facebook page, Danny and Kate in the Morning. We'd love to hear your response on that. We'll read some of those later on. We'll be back. It's Danny and Kate.
3: Stupid people are everywhere.
2: Oh, it's even more stupid than you could possibly imagine.
3: That sounds stupid. That's just stupid. Here's Danny and Kate's stupidest person of the day. That's
0: really stupid, right? Well, it's time for the stupidest person of the day, and today we got a bonus for you. It's not just one stupid person, it's two stupid people. Well, today's stupid person is a twofer. There's now two stupid people at the same location. Two drunk drivers both fell asleep in their cars in a McDonald's drive through in the same line. In Michigan, it happened earlier this month. The employees called the cops when uh, they decided that one was drunk. Then the police came and saw another one. Both of them asleep behind the wheel at a fast food restaurant. They said that they both got arrested. It happened at a McDonald's in Troy, Michigan. It was around 3 a.m. Their drive-through line wasn't moving because not one but two of the cars had drunk people in it sleeping.
1: They did go together though, if that makes sense.
0: Oh, so they were they came from a party and drove separately. Yeah. Okay. Still stupid.
1: Well, no, I'm not arguing that it's not stupid. But also, like, there's so many ways to get home nowadays if you've been drinking. Yeah, it's ridiculous to me. You can call Lyft, you can call Uber, you can call like a real cab. You can call your auntie. You can call your bro. You can call your cousin. You can call your mom for all I care. Don't drive drunk for one, but for two, do not and I repeat, do not do this to the drunk food line at 3 a.m. when I'm just trying to get home mm. with my chicken nuggets yes. and go to sleep. Do not ruin my buzz. Yeah,
0: exactly. Your buzz. So my when stuff. you're drinking and driving, let's to be clear. When you're drinking and driving.
1: No, 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 no. I am safely in my Uber. <clears>
0: oh, <throat> okay. In the
1: passenger seat trying to get my chicken were, nuggets.
0: I thought you were saying like you're drinking and driving. So are they. They pass out. Now it's ruining your night.
1: No, I okay. safely take my Uber to so get you take my food.
0: An Uber through the drive-thru. I've, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, here's Lots the local, of people do that. Here's the local story. Enjoy. 911,
2: what is the address of the emergency? Uh, McDonald's. What's
0: going
3: on
2: there? We just got like three people sleeping in the drive-thru. You have what? I'm
3: sorry?
2: Three cars. They all sleep in the drive-thru. All
3: right.
2: We'll have someone out
3: there as soon as we can, okay? All right.
2: Thank you. Wake up. Wake up. He's sleep too. Oh. Hey, hey, wake up. You're double the legal limit, my man. Put your, hand your back. Go to arrest for operating while intoxicated. Okay. <laughs> oh
0: God! Double the legal limit. Uh, Stupid. All right. Well, we're gonna take a break and return. It's Danny and Kate.
3: What happened last night on the late night talk shows? West and Jimmy Kimmel decided to squash their feud last night. Danny and Kate don't know. They were asleep. Oh man, talk about a freak show. So let's play it back. We're talking about the fun he's having on his show. It's the Late Show Recap with Danny and Kate.
0: Well, it's time to check in with their Late Show Recap, figure out what they were doing on the Late Show comedies. And none of them are back yet. So I guess we'll just tell you this. Friends reunion is happening. The Friends reunion is on. The six main cast members are making between $2.5 million and $3 million to do one episode. It'll be available on HBO Max when it launches. There's no date yet. And just to be clear, this is not going to be a scripted revival of Friends. Probably more like Clip Show or the cast reminisce.
1: It's a reunion episode, uh, special. And I heard May, it was like sometime in May was the date I read earlier. <clears throat>
0: So $3 million just to reminisce about when they used to be popular? It's mm. good money. Take it if you can. That's what I say. Uh, the true crime trailblazers Forensic Files finally began a new episode last night. The new title Forensic Files 2 makes it easier for you to DVR. Uh, the season premiere gave props to their former voiceover narrator, Peter Thomas, the narrator of the show for years and passed away in April 2016. The new guy is Bill Camp, who's also acted in big movies. So, uh, yeah, that's exciting for a lot of people out there. If you like forensic files. Yeah. get Get you uplifted.
1: We'll take a break and return in a moment. It's Danny and Kate.
3: If it's on the internet... It It must be true! true. Celebrities are rich. Paparazzi's with their cameras. Good looking and better than us. Kinda nice having so much to celebrate. It's time for Celebrity Dirt, only on the Danny and Kate Show.
0: Well, it's time for us to check in with the uh, ET News team and see what's going on in Hollywood. What's happening? Kirk
3: Douglas leaves his entire fortune to charity. From the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Kelty Knight. Kirk Douglas, who died earlier this month at the age of 103, is distributing the bulk of his entire $60 to $80 million estate to beneficiaries, including St. Lawrence University, where they fund scholarships for minority and underprivileged students, Westwood Sinai Temple, which houses the Kirk and Ann Douglas Childhood Center, the restored Kirk Douglas Theater in Culver City, and Children's Hospital Los Angeles. Celebrating an E.T. birthday today, Ice Cube's son O'Shea Jackson Jr. is 29, Titanic's Billy Zane is 54, and which 70s singer-songwriter had his biggest hit with Escape, the Pina Colada song? That would be Rupert Holmes, who today turned 73. And we'll have all the latest celebrity news on the next E.T. This report brought to you by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, we're making things even easier. We'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com. From the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Kelty Knight. Thanks for that. Now we're all caught
0: up from experts. We'll be back in a moment. It's Danny and Kate. Dating Kate show. So we're going to talk to you about your dating profile because it sucks. It's just not good. People don't like it. It's not interesting enough. At least that's what a new survey says. According to a majority of people, that's why they swipe on by you. So if you hate dating apps, you might want to make some small changes to your profile before giving up and deleting them. There is a woman, uh, a linguist. What does that mean, linguist? Mm, they study language. Yes. Yeah, so why would they ask her about this? Whatever. Uh, Her name is Michelle McSweeney. She says you should try to revise your profile to reflect your most authentic personality. She says adding quirky details about yourself can be helpful as it gives the person reading a much better picture of who you are. She adds these small details help establish trust by showing that you are a real person who does things in the real physical world.
1: But how do we know if they're being real? It's an online dating (laughs) profile. I know.
0: Other tips you gave was clearly state what type of relationship you're looking for and be honest and don't be afraid to make your profile Different from the average Joes. Oh, yeah, you know how good old average Joes dating profile is. Yeah, we're all
1: original got to stand out, huh? Mm. Hmm. What was the line I used to like to use?
0: Oh This is it Were your parents bakers Because you're a sweetie pie
1: I'm swiping on that one. <laughs> See you later,
0: Danny. Is your sweetie... What I'm saying is, is you're a pie. I get and it. And that's why your parents would be bakers, babe.
1: Yeah, I get it. Okay. I'm well, saying it's bad.
0: No, that's some of the good stuff you can put on your dating that profile. That is
1: some D-plus material right there. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, one 516 9981 How did you revamp your dating profile to get more matches? Have you done anything recently? This is the time of year where people start to revamp everything because you're in between holidays. So what the heck? Let's go to line number one. Good morning to you. How did you revamp your dating profile? What do you got for us?
1: When I first started online dating, I only had a handful of pictures up. I added about 10 more to my profile so it would show that I'm actually a real person. Mm. I think that helps. I yeah. started getting a lot more responses after that.
0: Yeah, and what she fails to mention is most of those photos were her half-naked. It's amazing how the response level goes up when you're in a bikini compared to a normal outfit.
1: No, that to me says she's pretty, so people are thinking it's catfish profile, so she had to add more photos that didn't look like they were stolen, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Uh, let's go to line number two. Good morning. How have you revamped your dating profile? I
2: had someone go into my profile and correct all my grammatical errors and spelling <laughs> mistakes. Yes. I was so surprised at how much better it all sounds. Thank yeah. goodness. Now, I actually sound intelligent.
0: That's very true, sir. Thank you for the call. Yeah, that's one of my uh-huh. biggest problems. Is I don't know why women are so up on grammar. Like It really matters if the type of theirs and thems and yous and whatever. Yeah, yours. it matters
1: that you understand how language works, Yeah. I mean, I get the
0: concept of it, but if I'm trying to type something up for, like, a quick booty call, what would it matter if it's a your or a your or a there or there? I'm swiping again, Danny. Really? Yeah. But it's just a booty call. Like, what does it matter?
1: Not everyone uses them for booty calls. Sometimes they're actually looking for legitimate relationships.
0: Yeah, that's weird.
1: No one's <laughs> No, No it's 2020. That's how we find love or on a reality TV show called The Bachelor. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take a little break. We'll be back in a few. It's Danny and Kate.
0: Danny and Kate show. Good morning to you. So uh, over the weekend, the coronavirus spread and it spread big time. It's now uh, being confirmed with new cases in England, Italy, South Korea, Iran, Israel, and Afghanistan. The virus is now present in 30 countries. Global air travel has dropped and many tourist destinations are being hit hard. So if you are in the industry of making money off tourists, it's not going to be a good next couple of months for you. The next four to six months but it should rebound once this thing passes
1: I don't think there is gonna be a pass I think this is just something that's going to exist and it is what it is
0: yeah you never know so there's that news uh, yesterday was uh, Kobe Bryant's memorial very emotional Michael Jordan gave, uh, stood up and gave a very emotional speech and at one point he actually said something very funny he said I promised my wife I wouldn't cry up here but here I am crying And I guess I'll have another four or five years of memes circling the internet of showing me crying because there's always those Michael Jordan memes that are going around. But uh, a lot of uh, heartfelt emotion there at Kobe Bryant's memorial and it was very sad to watch. A lot of uh, people, you know, just really going to miss the guy. And if you didn't get a chance to see it, it's all up online. You can see it and say your final respects if you felt that close to him. A lot of people felt so close to Kobe Bryant, even though they never met him or they didn't really know him personally because he was... You know, it was just kind of part of their life. You know, that's that's who they imitated when they would shoot the ball was Kobe. And then they, you know, what I mean, he was just mm-hmm. one of those one of those figures. Um, all right. Well, there is a class action settlement for Motel 6. So a judge has signed off on a class action settlement worth 10 million dollars. The Motel 6 chain uh, would have to pay for releasing guest information to immigration authorities. Three years ago, Motel 6 locations around Phoenix were collaborating daily with ICE and at least 20 undocumented guests were arrested. Now, for the next three years, Motel 6 employees can't divulge any personal guest information to federal immigration authorities unless there's a warrant, a subpoena, or credible proof of imminent danger. And there's also a lawsuit um, worth about $10 million that they have to pay off. So. Mm. Uh, yeah, so not too good uh, news for Motel 6. That's it, that's the big news stories we have trending right now. We'll take a little break and return in a couple. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show, so this is a feature that I think everyone's gonna want on their phone, especially if you're a parent. If you're worried about your kids taking naked selfies or uh, taking photos accidentally of them naked and putting them online, a Japanese smartphone company has created a new child-friendly mobile phone that blocks inappropriate images. It utilizes the same technology by social media companies to alert authorities when users are sharing naked photos. The company says the phone was specifically designed for young users who may be targeted by online scammers or pedophiles. The phone, which is only available in Japan right now, can be adjusted for adults who may, you know, want to do whatever. But it's a a new service. They're trying to release it and see if they can get it out to all the rest of the phones. And it'll basically block you from doing any type of nude photographs on your phone. So something that I think parents of teenagers would find very helpful. <laughs> Here you go, you can't take these photos anymore. Mm-hmm. It's, against, it's against the family policy and the phone won't physically do it. So until they figure that one out, who knows. And uh, they just came up with a brand new urine test that can detect bladder cancer. Bladder cancer is one of the hardest to detect. A new medical study reveals that a simple urine test that examines the gene mutation can detect bladder cancer 10 years before any symptoms even occur. And if the cancer is discovered early uh, enough, there's a 90% survival rate, a 90% uh, five-year survival rate. The researchers say they hope the study and analysis will lead to uh, national screening programs to save more lives. It's a day late and a dollar short in my family. My mom died of bladder cancer, so specifically bladder cancer metastasized out of it so I'm sure she'd be happy that they discovered that but she would also say that's her luck that they would discover that right after she died from that so mm. sad stuff anyway it's kind of a slow morning here today uh, my wife was up really late last night she's extremely tired I'm tired our, our daughter Winnie has been sick she just hasn't felt good and yesterday I had to cancel all of my plans And um, stayed home. I stayed home with her and I stayed home with my wife. And at one point we went to the hospital just because she wasn't feeling good. But uh, the good news is, as you all know as parents, after a long night of, of hoping and praying and staying awake and then you get through it and then they wake up feeling fine, like nothing happened, and then your body's completely exhausted... Because you're the one that was stressing over it for the last 48, 72 hours. So this really started for us over the weekend and kind of pushed through the week. And
2: That's so, where we're at.
0: Yeah, that's where we're at. So kind of a little tired, but I guess we'll be okay. Um, we're going to take a little break. We're going to play some great music. Don't go anywhere. It's your favorite morning show. It's Danny and Kate. It's the Danny and Kate show. Good morning to you. Today is officially Mardi Gras.
3: Happy Mardi Gras. I just want to see how your breasts are holding up. I haven't seen them since Mardi Gras. It's jambalaya. It's a new recipe. Well, laissez les bons temps rouler. Translation: Let the good times roll. <laughs> good times. I didn't drink.
2: I was kissing
3: a boy who was.
0: <laughs> so yeah, Mardi Gras. I guess uh, Fat Tuesday is what they call today. Good old Fat Tuesday. So if you're going to be out partying or doing whatever, do it responsibly. I don't know. Is, is, is uh, Fat Tuesday a big deal around here? I don't think it is.
2: I don't
0: know. I don't know. I know. I'm, well, you know, people at bars, any excuse, March Madness, St. Paddy's Day. It doesn't matter. Yeah. There's got to be a reason to go get drunk. So, you know, be prepared. A lot of people are going to be out today. Uh, it is National Pancake Day at IHOP. It's National Pancake Day. It's where you get a free short stack of pancakes. They just ask you to donate whatever you can uh, to charity. They also have a contest you can enter for a chance at free pancakes for life. Here's the ad they just put up on our Instagram.
3: I went to IHOP on National Pancake Day and got a free short stack of pancakes. And then I won pancakes
2: for life. So now I'm pancake rich.
3: Hey dad, can you eat a boat?
2: No honey, I'm not rich rich. I'm pancake
3: rich. Come to IHOP on the twenty fifth for a free short stack and a chance to win pancakes for life.
0: You know, I, here's what I fear about winning something like that: that I would actually eat all the time. I would, I would go out of my way to only eat pancakes because it was free forever.
1: You'd get tired of it real quick. And yeah, then but they'd get their money.
0: I'd never get tired of saving money, though. Never, you'd, but never you'd get, get tired, tired
1: of, it. of pancakes.
0: I'm sure I would, but I'd still force it in there and eat that pancake because it was free.
1: Mm, I don't think you would <laughs>
0: You never know um, Hasbro is bringing back the original line of Super Soaker Guns It was popular in the 90s um, It was one of my favorite toys Here's that ad from when that happened
2: Did I forget to invite you to the pool party? Well, maybe next year
3: On those occasions when you need to make a big splash There's the Super Soaker 100
2: It has a powerful air pressure system
1: Oh, Buffy Buffy
2: a range of up to 60 feet and a drenching
0: spray right? the super soaker 100 every kid's dream in the 90s well it's back and now you can let your kids run around with a backpack full of water as they squirt everybody
1: they never went away
0: well the, the original ones did The one with the backpack and everything.
1: They just got less crazy, but they never went away. Well,
0: they're bringing the craziness back. That's the
1: excitement. Mm.
0: Prepare to be crazed.
1: No, no, not buying
0: them. Well, the kids should have one. Nope. And that's why today, live on the radio, I already purchased them through Amazon, and they're going to be here next week. No, they won't. I'm so excited. They're going back. It's going to be a lot of fun. I told them you can only squirt them in the house near the TV. It's
1: Mm. it. Nowhere else. Right next to your DJ equipment.
0: Yep. Right next to DJ equipment. Anything electronic, get it nice and wet so you can clean it off. Yep. It's helpful.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to take a little break.
0: We'll be back in just a few. It's Danny and
2: Kate.
0: Danny and Kate show. So let's do some good news. Stuff that's going to make us feel good. A janitor at a school in Memphis had to take three buses and walk two miles to get to work each day, so the school launched a GoFundMe campaign to buy him a car, and the community has donated $1,000 in the past week. When they told him about it, he literally fell to his knees and started crying.
1: Let's say I get off at 3 o'clock, I would get home about 7. I have to catch three buses and walk uh, about two miles. We
3: started 21 hours ago a GoFundMe for you, and we raised (laughs) $7,000 for you to buy a new truck oh. <laughs> you deserve
2: it
1: I love these people up here <laughs> love
3: I could have made it without them it. it's a joy to work here joy.
0: look at that that's a happy story makes you feel good early in the morning oh don't worry we got more it's the happy story corner I just named it that Yeah. happy story corner I don't know is what it is. 84-year-old woman is now putting her way into a new car. The video has gone viral online. It's pretty cool. Marianne Wakefield won a new car uh, during a promotion at a basketball game on Saturday. It was Ole Miss-Alabama game, and she sank a, 90 a ninety-foot, 94-foot putt across the hardwood floor of a basketball court. Now, there's no way in heck she should have done this. And when you see it, there's no way she should have made this. But damn it, she did. And she won the car. She played them. And I promise you, the person who did the car was like, what? We got to give her the car now? Yeah, she hit it. she played
1: them. She knew what she was doing, and she acted old and incapable, and then she got that car. She got that car. Here's that putt.
0: That's looking good. That's looking really good.
2: Ah! Ah! Miss Mary A! (laughs) biggest hustle ever
0: yeah she did she hustled them good well good for her she got herself a nice new car i don't know what type of car it was but it's free what the hell and finally in our good news corner see look it's catching on i feel it good news corner no okay Mm -mm. uh an overweight guy lost 150 pounds by just walking around disneyland here's that story i
2: was diagnosed with diabetes back in 2013 went into diabetic shock I was in a coma for a few weeks. Doctors told me that I needed to start walking again. So my wife and I got passes to Disneyland. And a few weeks after coming to Disneyland, I just said, I want to work here. It was the ambiance, the artwork, the details that Disney provides. And I just wanted to get into the company, and I eventually did.
0: Wow, and he did. not he walked
1: around and lost
0: weight. Good what for him. Hell?
1: I gained weight going to Disneyland. Well, I walk and walk yeah. and walk and walk and eat everything in my sight, and I gained five pounds.
0: Yeah, and I would be like, man, I walked 30,000 steps today, but I still gained 15 pounds. Yeah. How does that work out?
1: Because cool. there's too much food. There's, like, good food every 15 feet.
0: So good. Mm-hmm. Love it. When they give you, like, the full uh, deep-fried uh, turkey or chicken leg, whatever that is.
1: I've still never had one of
0: those. So good. Mm. It's only, and just heads up, if you look up the calorie count online, I think it's only 2,900 calories. Jesus. So it's not that bad. It's a lot. It's, <laughs> eh, it's a lot. All right, we'll take a little break. We'll be turning in a moment. It's Danny and Kate.